Hello, it's just Timothy. I'm back. Um, I'm just talking about. I'm thinking about a lot of things in my heart, and you know, I, I was um thinking about love and what it means to to me and to most of the world and most of society, especially when it comes to relationships. And I was thinking about how we expect love to just happen to us. But what I realize is that love is more of a um it's more about something that it's like a it's like a benefit. You know what I'm saying? Like the best way I can describe it is like you love something that feels good, that you get along with, that you agree with, that you can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like how many times you've like had an agreement with somebody You agree with somebody And it feels good And you're like You know what That's why I love you Because you agree with me And we get along And Consider that as like You know Something that we can do For ourselves In order to like Accomplish a goal right We agree with each other Let's 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 Do something And let's accomplish a goal Now When it comes to relationships it's the same thing Like We agree with something We agree with each other So we get into a relationship With each other Right You, you have a conversation You go on a date With somebody And you guys get along And you're vibing And the conversation's right And everything's going well And you That's the That's the basis Of starting A relationship with somebody The date was great We have a good attraction We talk We get along We agree Everything's working out fine And the beginning part of a course of a relationship is all you know it's mostly chemical so that part of it it makes it easy to to get along because you're you know you're thinking about it from a chemically induced perspective but like when it comes to like secular love like love of others and love of friends and love of strangers and family you know you don't really go to your enemy and say i love you you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how many times the Bible says, love your enemies, love thy neighbor, love thy enemy. We, if me and my neighbor don't get along, I'm not going to my neighbor and say, hey, I love you. Right? If my neighbor don't do nothing for me, like, say if my neighbor don't talk to me, we don't, we don't speak, we don't have nothing in common, we're just coexisting in the same space. I'm not going to a neighbor knocking on my neighbor's door and say, hey, even though we don't talk, we don't have anything in common, we don't even know each other. We might not even like each other, but I love you. Right? We don't do that. We don't love strangers. We don't love anything but things that make us feel right or make us feel good. So, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think we need to change how we look at love. And and if it and, and if love or relating to others is the basis of a relationship then we have to be able to understand that if we can't relate to somebody it doesn't make them a bad person it just means we can't be in a relationship with that person so when it comes to like you know romantic relationships it goes the same way we get involved with somebody the beginning is great we're all like yo this is great it's awesome whatever 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 but then we start to get to know each other more. 
and we find that there's differences in each other's like lives and our in each other's personalities and how we look at things and how we view things and our personalities is always going to be the first thing that we think about when we think about whether or not this person's right for us how i look at things matters to me so i'm going to look at things through my lens and if you don't see things the way i see things more than likely we're not we're going to get along that well and it's just the way it is like your best friend is somebody who just knows you and understands you and and they get you how many times you said it it just get me we all have that one friend that you just like just just having you talk to and it's just like no matter what it's just like it's awesome it's great and you just know like that's the chemistry and that's the vibe and it feels wonderful and you love your best friend because of that you love your best friend the most because of the way you guys vibe and the way you guys connect and the way you guys get along with each other now we would hope that our relationship mate the person that we're romantically involved with can vibe with us in the same way more often than not they won't because we are very hard to to get along with on a on a daily basis we can't get along with each other on a daily basis because we're all different and we don't embrace each other's differences because we're too busy trying to find our soulmate and the one that the one that gets us and just reads us right and just knows that this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what I desire. And that's a lot of pressure, especially from somebody who thinks totally different than you do. And, you know, I just, I just, I just feel like love is something that we need to really reconsider how we think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the more we interact with somebody, the more we're going to find out whether or not we get along with that person, right? Or whether or not this person fits in our personality type or fits in our lives. And that's how we determine if we can say, I love you, right? The beginning, if the person's like really good and they're really great and you get this really good feeling from them and it's really good vibe and you you see that person and, and all those chemicals like run inside of your body and you're like I love this person and then if that if those chemicals stay with you during the relationship then you're always going to say I love that person and then maybe your differences kind of like they go to the wayside because you feel chemically induced to loving somebody and that's the way you would determine how your relationship is going to go and I don't know how possible that is to sustain like, I don't know if, like, people in their 80s are still chemically attracted to each other in a way, like, the oxytocin's, like, strong, and what's the other one? Whatever that one is. Those are strong emotional indicators for two people that are in their 80s and they're married, and they're like, you know, every time I see this person, I just get those butterflies in my stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like... Go to an older married couple and ask them about their butterflies and see what they say about those things. So I don't know if that's possible. But what I have learned is that the more we interact with somebody, the more or less we feel about them. And that is why we go into relationships with the hopes that 
when I interact with you, I'm going to feel good about our interactions, whether that's physical or whether that's communication or whether that's, you know, anything. If I feel good about our interactions, then I'm going to want to see you again. Right. And then as soon as our interactions stop feeling good, that's when I'm going to not I'm not going to see you as much. So love is is all of that. But we have to like understand that we have to if we want to love somebody, we have to love them regardless about how we feel about our interactions. Because a relationship isn't about how I feel about our interactions. That's one part of it. But like if we keep leaving relationships based on how we feel about our interactions, then we're never gonna be able to stay in relationships. Which once again is fine. But we have to understand that the reason why I want a relationship is because I want somebody to make me feel good. And in return, I'll make you feel good. It's a, it's a business transaction. It's a feeling transaction. It's a transaction of feelings. That's all a relationship is in, in, this, in this day and age. Because, you know, you can go through a business relationship and, like, we want children together. And, you know, we're, we're, we don't have to be sexually compatible to have a child together. All we have to do is open up and have sex and then I can, you know, ejaculate and then the sperm can reach your egg and then, boom, you have a kid. And it doesn't mean if we're in sexual compatibility doesn't matter because we just want a child and we want to raise a family. So it's not about it's we can do that and, and live in relationship, but it's but we don't think that way. You know what I'm saying? Not anymore. Like if you have sex with somebody, especially before you enter uh, an agreement of marriage with that person, the first thing you're going to think about is how good was the sex? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why women are clowning dudes now because if they got little penises, then, you know, they're clowning homes. And, he, and you know, of course, there's medication. I don't even know if the medications work. I've never really tried it. I mean, you know, I'm not here to talk about how big or small I am. But anyways, um, so people get clowned because of how small or large their, 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 their penises are. And that will determine whether or not a, a person can can be in a relationship with you. You know what I'm saying? So, if, if, if it's all about, like, how a person makes me feel, then I don't know if it's, if we're ever going to be in, in, in happy, sustainable relationships because guaranteed there's going to be something. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I think the solution has to be we have to be able to appreciate the differences that we have with each other and not get angry when somebody tells you that this is what it is that I like and this isn't the same thing that you, you don't agree with that. So if you don't agree with it, then it automatically means that, well, we don't get along. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's hard to like not agree with something and want to be around that person. You know what I'm saying? Not agree. That's like a, a white supremacist trying to date a freaking Black Panther or, you know, a devout Christian dating a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just impossible because it, theoretic, your theories are all off. Like, you can't date some, something that doesn't stand for what you believe in. 
So, I mean, I, I would think that the first part about relationships or dating is to know thyself, to know who I am and all the things that make me me. And those things will have to come out before I decide if I could be in a relationship with you. Like we, we, we determined that we like somebody enough to want to try a relationship with them, but we haven't like actually found ourselves enough to be like, well, this is me, this is my these are my traits, this is my you know, these are my I told somebody neuroses, I guess, or my pet peeves. You know, this is what makes me happy in this in a relationship. And like it it never changes. Like the same things that made you happy in a relationship in your 20s will make you happy in your 40s. I don't care what people say. It's the freaking truth. Right? When you met somebody and that person was beautiful or exciting or attractive, if you meet somebody that's beautiful or exciting or attractive, you're going to be like, all right, in your 40s or in your 50s. Let's not get it twisted like thinking, oh, well, I'm not the same person. I was in my 20s. You're, you, don't, you don't react the same to certain things that you were in your 20s, but... If you met somebody and you're in your 40s and you felt physically attracted to them, you're going to want to explore that person. The difference is that we're actually more aware about how, how, who we are on the inside. And how we respond to things determines, you know, how we're going to, you know, d- deal with another person. Because in our 20s, we were like reactionary. So it's like, fuck you. No, fuck you. I love you. I love you, too. You know, now in our forties, if we're going, if we're going through those types of emotional roller coasters, it, it becomes detrimental to our physical health. So we try to avoid those types of relationships because you don't want to physically hurt yourself because of being in, in a relationship with somebody. But the same traits that brought you to that relationship in your twenties will bring you to a relationship in your forties. Fight me on it, debate me. I don't care. You're not gonna say, "Well, I'm gonna." You might try to do something different and it might work out but more often than not it's not going to work out because you're still the same person you were in your 20s so let's not pretend like we're not we're this big grown we're grown but we're not like these grown people that just just you know I'm totally different than I was 20 years ago no you're not but anyhow my um my reasoning for this particular podcast was just because I was thinking about how how can we change our views of love to where we're actually getting along in relationships because we have to evolve. Like I think in the beginning, before like before social media, before TV, before like all the stuff that made everything accessible, people just kind of like lived and they were like. You know, they were they might have been in the dark about certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe like the, the, the family structure was the man works and the woman takes care of the children and that worked up until a certain extent. That that worked up until it didn't work anymore. When the I guess when the power structure had to change because women wanted to be more assertive in the relationship. So the power structure changed. And then Add the power structure change on top of technology, accessibility to everything. So now we're really screwed because why do I have to stay with you? 
But then everybody's doing it, but then everybody's doing the same thing because we're all out there looking for this thing that makes us happy. On the inside, we're making a, an external like we're making somebody on the outside make us feel good on the inside. And I think we have to like we need to learn how to evolve to where we on the inside feel like we're good enough and we're and we're strong and we're loving loving not loved we have to feel like we're loving and then when we're loving we can give that love in a way that's healthy and strong and can keep the relationship um from dissolving so next time you hear somebody say i feel loved Think about how do you feel? Do you feel loving? And I'm, you know, like I said, I'm never the one to preach because I'm talking about it from how I am. So because I'm the same way, like I don't feel loving all the time. You know, I get into my skin and I'm like, screw it, screw all that. You know, give me a beer and a and a game and some and some Chinese food. That's happiness for a couple days a week. You know what I mean? But we have to like, I don't know. I just think like we we need to change because because what happens when we don't feel loved is that the anger takes over and the the, the depression comes in and the sadness starts to come in because we don't feel loved. You know, imagine if you felt loved all the time. You wouldn't be angry. You wouldn't be sad. You wouldn't be depressed. If everybody in the entire world loved you, you walked down the street and people are just like, I love you. I don't even know you, but I love you. You'd be like, okay. And if that happened to your entire life, your whole life, every day in your life, you felt loved. You'd be, you'd be floating on cloud nine. You'd probably be like, you'd, be, you'd probably be able to fly, physically fly because the love will build you up. But that's physically impossible to be loved by the entire world. Nobody would ever say the entire world loved me. And when we get into relationships, we want that person to take over all the negative energy that the world gives us or the or the lack of love that the world gives us. But what we don't do is we don't say, you know, I love you regardless about how I feel. And I think we need. I think that's where the, the switch will happen. If we really want to switch how we relate to each other, then we have to switch how we view love. All right. So I think that's enough. Thank you.